This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the Doctrine of Truth. We want you to enjoy, sit back, relax, and be enlightened by the true word of God. With your host, Bishop Algie B. Poole, Jr. All the Bible is written by Jews. All of them. Jesus was a Jew. All the disciples are Jew. And when Jesus, amen, he met, <clears throat> he was looking for those that are looking for the Messiah. So they were looking for the Messiah. So all the Bible and all of Jesus, amen, disciples were Jews. Amen. And down through the years, amen, he opened the doors for whosoever will, let him come. And that's why John 3.16 is God so loved the world. You know, God loved the world and he's not charging us to live in this world. And I thought about that. Amen. Look at all these trees and beautiful birds and sunshine. And he's not charging us for this. If the world had it, they'd be charging us. Amen. The beautiful wake up every morning got beautiful ocean and fishes and everything is beautiful but he, he's not charging us for this amen he made it for man amen he made it amen God created the world in the book of Genesis he spoke and let there be light and trees and animals and they still here then he, he made man to work his garden he didn't make man to lay down and rest and amen fall away he made man to do 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 some do something with his hands and his feet to be a worker, dress to God, Amen. So not only that, but he made he made so man was man needed help in in his work and management, managing the whole world, Amen. He uh, created woman, created woman from man side. He created man, created woman from man. So there won't be no doubt. There'll be, be no mistake. Amen. So when you look at woman, you look at itself. Amen. And woman is a and man and woman is procreators. We the one replenish the world. Man and the woman replant they people one produce human beings. Amen. He created two and he told them be fruitful and multiply. He told them to work it. Be fruitful and multiply. Amen. So if he wanted two or three men, he could have bought two or three men with Adam and had a team, but he didn't. No, no, no. He would, no men can't create men. Amen. And children. It take a woman and a man. And he said, it will come a time when a man shall leave his father and his mother and cling. Cling to his family. Cling to his his wife, clean, amen. And children should honor. Sometimes they, they get so old, they, they they talk about us in certain ways, but but the Bible says honor. Honor, respect them, amen. So we're looking at some of the things that would help what's happening today on the grassroots. We are in the last days. And uh, I think I woke up one morning. <laughs> I can speak because we got adults in the class. <laughs> I can speak friendly. 
I was wife said I was just kicking the bed, hitting the bed so hard. And the Lord was doing about deception, 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 deception. I said, remember, Jesus said in the last days, be not deceived. In other words, don't watch the lies. People lie. Everywhere, there's always a twist to the truth. And they get, they manipulate to prove, to help themselves if you don't know them. Amen. It's a deception. Be careful about deception. And it is true. It is true. Very true. Amen. I got to, in my own, <laughs> I can't say nothing now. But anyway, anyway, the, be not deceived. Amen. Jesus said, these are, these are we in the last days, and you see it so much in government and homes and families and friends. Amen. The, like the closest one to you, they'll tell you, tell you something. And when you find out, and say, oh, I didn't know. I thought you knew that. I thought you, uh, it was all right. Uh, I assume it was okay. Amen. But, but listen, be not deceived. Whatever you're dealing with, and special people you don't know, save or unsaved. Amen. Be careful because the enemy can use them in a certain way. They don't really know they're being used. Like the Adam and Eve, uh, Satan used the serpent to get to Eve. Amen. God created man in his own image, his own likeness, and he said it was good and very good. We have so many, amen, cells that's being refreshed every day in our body. Amen. New cells are coming. The body creates, the, the body is, is, a, is a magnificent machine. Amen. It's a great computer. Amen. If you ever studied the body, amen, you wonder why. Amen. The body can, you can hit this little finger just a little bit and it'll go through all the body, all the nervous system. And, amen. The circulatory system. Amen. Amen. All different systems working in the body. And it's more than any, it's more, it can do better than AI. To my AI, no AI trying to catch up with God. Amen. This mind we have, right side and the left side. Amen. This is a magnificent body God created. And he said, let it, amen, it was good and very good. Amen. So don't put yourself down, amen, on what God, look at the uh, book of Acts for a couple minutes, and then we go into the book of James. Amen. We're going to the book of James. I think I want to go to the book of James a couple minutes. And just, just hit out a couple of things, then we're, we're not going to get wrapped up here too much. Book of Acts, the 19th chapter. The Holy Spirit is such a great support us to God's family. And because once we become born again, we're more spiritual. We're more in tune, amen, to the spiritual world than you think you, you are. Amen. Uh, Jesus said, I'm going away in St. John 14, but I'm going to send you another comforter. And you might not think he's a, a you being comforted, but you are. Amen. You, you, you're not aware of it, but you are. Amen. And many things that happen in this world, even when you're on your job and friends, they be so confused, they be so worried up. Amen. But you sometimes you feel a sympathy and you go along with them, but really it does, it's not bothering you as much as you used to because you got Christ in your life. Amen. Some of it is falling apart. 
about the economy. They're so nervous about what's happening. Amen. My daughter called me sometime. Dad, look what happened in D.C. Amen. Look at the government. They this, that, and the other. Amen. I said, okay, yes. And I said, stop worrying so much. Stop worrying so much. And the Holy Spirit, he comforts you. Sometimes you be in a great, amen, stress or accident or something come up. And the Holy Spirit keep you calm on the inside. Amen. And, it, and it, he, he doesn't have to work on how many times you done fast and how many t- much you done given and how many times you done been in prayer service. No, the Holy Spirit don't work that. He works on what you need. He's not a religious instrument. He, Jesus said, when he, he, personal pronoun, when he, amen, amen, when he comes, he's not a force or a thing. Holy Spirit is alive. He's a person. Amen. When he come, amen, he'll guide you and lead you. Amen. In this time in life, we need somebody who can guide us and lead us around pitfalls we don't know nothing about. Amen. The Holy Spirit, you can be riding down the road and you get a great impulse that don't go down that way, go down this way. And you, you, you say, oh, I'm going to turn and go down that way. The next thing you hear some say, oh, I'm glad, child, I'm glad you didn't go down that street. You know what happened down that street? I said, what? Yes, the, the Spirit was leading you, but you thought it was just your impulse. You thought it was that because of, amen, what you decided to do. No. You might decide, well, say, well you know, I'm going to go to the store and get some ice cream. Amen. You get to the store, you get some ice cream, and somebody walk up and say, I've been looking for you. I said, why you been looking for me? I've been trying to reach you for months and everything, and uh, I'm glad you come here today. You say, oh, okay. Holy God is more smarter than what you think he is. He know how to push your button like the devil know how to push your button. He think he watched you and pushed 911, but God know how to work with you and move you around, amen, in a nice way. Hump away. The Spirit of God is not a bully. He's not a bully. Amen. But He rests on your heart and your mind like a conscience. You know, if if somebody you you say you was going to call, and when you did finally call a person, and you find out, you say, No, I meant to call you last week. You really on my mind. Because the Spirit of God put it on your mind. So we're more spiritual. Than you think you are. You are you've been led by the Romans 8. Say so we are led by the Spirit of God. And this is what brings us into uh, Acts chapter 19. Amen. And it happened while. While Apollos was at Corinth. That Paul having passed through the upper regions. Came to Ephesus and finding some disciples. And he said to them. Did you receive the Holy Spirit? When you believe, so they said unto him, We have not so much as heard whether there is a Holy Spirit. There are many people, we accept them, so many people today have not heard because of some religious avenues, some uh, things they don't teach, but they do believe. They do believe. There are some been taught about Jesus, but they are, they are not allowed. Amen. I know I've been in some circles because they have the parsonage. Amen. They have the, they paid on a salary. Amen. But they was not allowed to teach certain things. Amen. They was not allowed because their faith say, no, 
We don't teach that here. We don't preach that here. We are not this type of de denomination. Amen. We, we don't do this. But they do believe in God. They do believe in Christ. But they haven't been taught to believe that there is a Holy Spirit. They haven't been taught to believe. Acts chapter 2. Amen. That Peter was in Joel. Amen. 2 where Jesus said, when my last days I'm going to pour out my spirit. Amen. So the Holy Spirit, he's, he's governing the church and we are in the last days. Some are waiting on the last. This is the last days. Amen. Jesus is not walking here, but the Holy Spirit, he is governing the church. Amen. Not only the church, but the whole world. He governs you when you go home. Amen. And when, you, when you're sitting on, when you begin to pray, and you feel the Spirit of God the same way you feel in church, that is the Holy Spirit. Thank you. Amen. He's with you always. Amen. Even to the end of the world. So they haven't even heard. Amen. When he said unto them and what you was baptized, and they said unto John baptism. There many have been baptized under repentance under John. Let's turn chapter 8. Amen. Which is good. Repentance is one of the blessed doctrines. Amen. That uh, I love. Everybody should love it because, amen, whatever you do, you can always come back to God and say, Lord, forgive me. Uh, I didn't mean to do this. And, and the Holy Spirit brought it to your mind and that's that's part of the model prayer. Amen. Forgive me of my transgression as I forgive those that trespass against me. Amen. That's repentance. Amen. God repented when he made Noah. Amen. So repentance is a part, amen, of Jesus' teaching. Amen. He said in the book of Luke 24, the last chapter, he said, repentance and remission of sins should be preached. Amen. Remission of sins that mean regardless, like Romans 8 says, therefore there is no condemnation in those who are in Christ Jesus. Amen. Who walk not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. <clears throat> There's no more holding on to old sins and old problems when you've been baptized in water and under the spirit of the Holy Ghost. Even when you be baptized in water, because the water represents removal, remission of sins. That's why we, amen, name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, or Jesus' name. If you go down to that water, like uh, uh, Romans 6 talk about, amen, you were baptized because there ain't but one name where God recognized, amen, in the name of Jesus, you, the removal of sins, removal of everything that you had done. Amen. Till the time you went down in that water. Everything is forgiven. Everything is forgiven, church. Not some things. Everything. Everything. You just have to keep repeating that in your mind. Amen. And renew your mind. Amen. God don't hold that against you. Amen. He's the, just like you go to work and they write your checks and you worked. Amen. God said you've been, the blood done cover that. So why you want to go back and dig it up? That ain't, that ain't but, wasn't nothing but the devil. Because he knows that you're still trying to hold on to that. Paul said renew our mind. Amen. Renew our mind. God has forgiven you. Amen. It's been gone and forgiven and you just have to work at it. Amen. You have to renew your mind in the knowledge of God. The enemy don't want you to renew your mind. That's why you said fine Bible studies are so low. 
Amen. And prayer um, Bible studies and teaching is so low. He don't want the children to know, even go to high school, even in school. They don't want them to know knowledge. Amen. Ecclesiastes say that, amen, there's, there's uh, the powers, amen, knowledge and money is powerful. Ecclesiastes 7 and 12, go there. Amen. Amen. Power is in knowledge. Amen. You can have money and don't have no understanding how to spend money. Amen. But you can have you can have uh, uh, knowledge and don't know how to get money. But you have them when you got both of them. Amen. You you, you are on a stable foundation. But we always Ecclesiastes seven and twelve. Ecclesiastes. 7 and 12. So the enemy doesn't want you to get knowledge about God. So Ecclesiastes 7 and 12. I'm reading for the King James and the study Bible. Say, For wisdom is a defense and money is defense. The excellence of knowledge is that wisdom give life to them that have it. You can defend yourself by what you know. If you don't know something, things happen. You say, well, I didn't know. Amen. But once you know, Paul said he didn't know when he was talking against Christ. He didn't know. Amen. But those that do know, amen, you got to go to God about it. Amen. Don't be around people that they know they're talking against the church and they know they're talking against the Holy Spirit. Amen. You don't be careful about that. They might say something the Holy Spirit will not forgive. Amen. But that's in God's, that's God, that's God's territory. Amen. But uh, wisdom is defense. The enemy don't want you to defend yourself. Amen. He bring up old stuff and old situation. It won't work. That won't work. This won't work. Amen. Don't listen to them. Amen. The Holy Spirit, he helps you and guides you. Example, me, uh, me and my wife, we had just finished some business. Amen. The world says that uh, the system about Lending money and different things, and Amen. We had just finished some business, and we almost got a couple of contracts. People had lied. They, we didn't know they lied, but we just felt it didn't feel right when they be talking to us. You know how people uh, say something. The salesman was talking about this, and he was saying this. You got to sign the paper now. Do you want me to get this piece of property? Because it's, it, everybody going to be there. They have an open house on this, that, and the other. And he was just talking so fast, and uh, and you got to sign it. I twenty four hours, you know, I, I'll be able to help you. And uh, thanks for for trusting me. When he said trusting me, it hit me. Boom! I said, mm. Jeremiah said, "Curse is the man that trusts in man." I said, "Trust him." I know, I know something wrong, really wrong now. Amen. And we find out, Amen. He been lying all the time. We didn't sign. And I said, well, don't worry about it. We'll, we'll, we'll find something else. Oh, you got to sign yet. So we find out he was lying. He went out. Nobody. We tried to find him. Nobody won't talk about him in the whole company. So we, we let it go. See, the world, they, they, when the Holy Spirit start working with you, amen, and something feel uncomfortable about it, and the enemy don't want to give you no chance uh, like Genesis third chapter said, the enemy, amen, the, the serpent was so subtle, amen. They always jump on you real quick. Oh, 
I want you to do this. I need you to do this. Uh, I'm, I'm helping you, this, that, and the other. And I just tell my children, I said, don't call me on 911. Don't wait till the last minute. Oh, I was trying to get to you, Daddy. And I said, well, you could have called me last, last week. Or give me some time to propose I don't have it. Suppose I, I, I can't do this for you. But the enemy want to come up on a 911. I tried to get to, I, I was trying to get this done. Amen. And there was some time that we didn't help people. They didn't turn around and they talk about you. And I said, okay, that's why I'm glad we didn't, we didn't work with them. Amen. So, amen. So there's, there are no more condemnation. Those that are in Christ Jesus. Amen. God has forgiven you. You got to forgive yourself. You got to turn your life, amen, over to God. Let him be God. We are the sheep. We are, we are, we are just the sheep. And we, act, we should act like sheep. Ain't that right? Amen. We, we are his children. And you know how children act sometimes with the parents. Amen. So this is not a, a, a situation where uh, you are a weak person. No. You're a smart person. Yeah. Amen. Because God is your father. Amen. You go into his heaven, but he said that, you know what? I got a mansion laid up for you. Amen. I got golden streets. If you ever meditate on that, you should give yourself some time and, and meditate on heaven. And you find out heaven is a rich place. And you come into the fact that all people that accept Christ are rich people. And that's why the enemy want to fight you. Amen. You got a, you got a mansion. You got golden street, transparent gold. You got diamonds at your door, pearls, streets. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful up there. More beautiful than down here. So all of God's people are always trying to be robbed by the devil. He's a thief. He steals and he kills because he knows you got something. Because you're the child of a king. You ain't got it now. You know you go to God. After a while, somebody's going to give it to you. Amen. So the world, amen, they want what you got. And not only that, they want you to go with them. And sometimes you analyze it. They, they talk with you and sing to you and go around you to get you back with them. And for, for what? What kind of circle they in? No, no money, no job. They're talking negative all the time. They word down to bring you back into that. You just walked out of that. Isn't that right? You, you have no you had no peace but now you got peace yeah. now you can lay down and go to sleep like I don't have to put no put no chair up under the door <laughs> amen, amen. You, you got peace you got happiness and you can be what you want to be with Christ amen you can be what you want to be and we just we, we sold a piece of property and the world say you can't sell no property commanded Oh, the property and the economy is down and everything is down. We go to James 1. Amen. I'm trying to keep the time right. Uh, and we sold the property, I think it's 10 days. And got top of the market. But the world, you listen to the world. Amen. You forget about Psalm 1 today. What? Uh, Blessed the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly. You listen to the world, you won't be able to do nothing. But if you do what God say do, Amen. Ten days we sold our property. 
put it on the market, it's gone just like that. Everybody's walking around talking, oh, not this. That ain't going to happen. That ain't. Well, we live in the kingdom. That's all I say. Yes, we live in the kingdom. We're not, we're not dependent on them. Amen. But sometimes the enemy try to, he try, his job is to sidetrack you. Amen. To get on the world inside and tie up with other people. So the Holy Spirit, he be leading you to the right. And be careful with that. Don't do this and don't do that. Amen. And you come out on top every time. Amen. We're looking at patience and we're just, we're just going to just highlight this chapter, just a little chapter one. And Paul was saying, Amen. In the book of James, the author's James, author's James, uh, this, in this, this study said James probably was the Lord's brother. It's, I'm going to read, uh, start with the second verse. My brother, count it all joy when you fall in various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. Let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, who give it liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting, for he who doubt is like the wave of the sea, driven and tossed by wind. You got patience, don't even know it. Some of y'all got patience. Because you go to a situation, let's say you leave here and go through a drive store, drive store, uh, uh, drive through, and you know everybody going to uh, a certain restaurant or, or a certain a food store, you know, they always have a crowd on Sunday, but you're going to sit there. And uh, I know we walked in a restaurant and said, we're going to wait 30 minutes, and no food ain't wait good for 30 minutes. I ain't going to wait 30 minutes. Because no. you got to sit at the table another 10 or 15 minutes. So, you got patience. You go to the grocery store, you stand in line to pay you, to pay the bill, because you know what that, if you stay there a while, you're going to gonna get through. Amen. You, you turn on the television, you have commercial, you wait. So you know what the outcome is. You got patience. Amen. So you learn. You say, well, I'm going to go to this place because they got good food. I'll wait. You learn what the outcome. So you learn how to put your mind somewhere other place. And it doesn't bother you to wait. Because you, you, have, you have learned patience. Mm -hmm. Romans 5 say that patient ex experience build patience. Tribulation build patience. Amen. When you go through trials and tribulations, amen, you learn to wait on God. But sometimes the world tell you, amen, God is not there. God is not moving. God should have did this. God should have did that. But you don't know what God got to do in the background. You don't know what he's working on. Whatever you ask, he, he working with people. He working with circumstances. Amen. So James said, let patience have a perfect work. And what that mean? Amen. Just sit back and say, well, Lord, amen. Well, Lord, you got it. And, and the Philippians 4 talks about 4 and 6, how to think. Philippians 4 say, think on these things. You know, whatever thing, whether it's good, 
whatever is precious, whatever good report. Think on those things. Don't think on the situation around you. Don't think of what you're going through. Amen. Because that, that trials and tribulation is building up patience in God. Where were you this time last year? You ever thought about it? What was you going through or what was happening this time last year? Amen. Amen. And, and, but look at you now. You still here. You're still here. Amen. You got your arms and legs. Amen. Somebody ain't, ain't they're not there. They're not here. Amen. You, you were saved last year. You still saved. Amen. God kept you, but it wasn't the way you thought he was going to keep you. Amen. So you got patience. It's just a matter where the enemy comes in and throws those little, those little dots. Paul was talking about in, in, in uh, Ephesians, those fiery dots, and try to make you change your mind. Amen. But let patience have a perfect work. So when you get through with it, amen, then after a while, you ain't got no, you're through. You don't have to go back and say, well, I wish I would have waited. Now I did it my way. No. As we begin to go through something we bought, amen, it didn't close at the right time. Amen. And the, uh, the salesman called and said, you know what? Since y'all didn't close, we're going to give y'all a free wash and dryer. Oh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> then it didn't close again or something else happened. said, you know what? We're going to put new blinds in the house all the way around. We said, well, thank God. <laughs> and I thought about if we'd have pushed it in Augur and said, no, we want our house now. Look at the wash and dryer. Look at brand new blinds. You see, we don't have to pay for that. <laughs> That's where tithes and offerings come in. That's where God, you pay your tithes to God. God will fight for you. He fight for you in the back room. And it's just the peace that came over. I said, well, all right, we're not, we don't worry about it. When y'all get through, we go, that's going to be our house. Y'all go ahead and do what you got to do. Go ahead and get it over with. So look what happened. Patience. Patience. That's, you let God have his way working your problem out. Amen. If you step in and say, no, I ain't got time. I want to have it now. Patience have patience is not through yet. When patience get through, it's through. It's through. The patience have given the perfect work. So what you know, you, you start learning how God works. And that's one of the things that in our uh, growth as a Christian, I mean, learning how God works. His words and the message, oh God, for those that are hearing, oh God, in the name of Jesus, come by and breathe on them now. The Holy Spirit, bring comfort to the situations. God, as you move in the background, oh God, you move deeper in our soul and our spirit, knowing that you never left us and you're never going to leave your word. You say you'll be with us always, even to the end of the world. When it comes time for us to leave here, all of us leave here, you be still standing there waiting on us at the end of the world. You be still waiting on us. Thank you for helping us learning you now. Whatever we're going through now, oh God, we know you're going to make it, make it more stronger for us, giving us more good strength in you. In Jesus Christ we pray, amen. Thank you so much for your time today. We hope it was well spent. 
Joshua 1.8 says, Read and meditate on the word day and night and be careful to do what is written in it and your way will prosper and be successful. We want you all to be successful in the word of God. If you would like to send your prayer request or questions, they're welcome at thedoctrineoftruth at gmail.com. And if it has been a blessing to you, and you would like the true word of the gospel to continue to be spread all over the world, we welcome your donations at P.O. Box 2338, Tallahassee, Florida, 32316. God bless you. Say we are